Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, 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 and welcome, folks. Boy, I got to tell you, we're going to have a big week this week. I got some big things to talk about, big announcements, and I think we're actually going to do an interview, which should be pretty monumental. Uh, But one of the things that I'm very excited to do is I've decided that I want to hit some some old information. Old information. I thought breaking news. It is breaking news. See, this is stuff that we've known for a long time that was covered up and hidden. And I don't think people realize exactly how bad the censorship has been or how serious it's uh, uh, serious the problems are that it's caused, really. It's caused some major, major issues. So I want to go back. And what prompted this was I saw some morons wearing a mask this weekend. And I know, I know, I know. Renz, you know, you got to be nicer to people. You call them morons already? I, you're 30 seconds into the show, you're already calling people names. Yeah. You're right. I am. If you're wearing a mask, you're a moron. I'm sorry. At this point, if you're still wearing one, you're an idiot. You were an idiot to start out with, but you're you're at this point so far beyond dumb, it's mind-blowing. So I want to look at what we know and when we knew it, okay? And the best way I could think of to do that was to talk about this lawsuit I filed. So I've got this document, right? This is an evidentiary document. And the date on this document is September 8th, 2020. September 8th, 2020. So everything that I'm going to tell you is stuff that we knew by September 8th of 2020. And I'm going to tell you a whole bunch of stuff about masks. Now, my guess is that as of today, which I believe is uh, March of 2023, You're going to say, well, I didn't hear that. I've never heard that. I didn't know that. Well, of course you haven't, because I've been censored, suppressed, and covered up like people you can't even believe. Can't even believe. This was filed in court as evidence. Everything that I'm going to tell you was cited, and I'm even going to talk a little bit about where it was cited from. This was submitted as part of the first lawsuit that we filed against the lockdowns and the emergencies and all this nonsense way back in August, September of 2020, right? This document, September 8th, 2020, evidentiary document, and it was regarding masks, and it was put together with my dear friend Sherry Tenpenny and I, and uh, we did a whole bunch of work on this, and let me tell you what we found and shared with the court. And honestly, folks, this segment, there's going to be a lot of rapid fire stuff, right? We're just going to go through stuff. I want you to hear how ridiculous this is, and I'm going to keep reminding you, September of 2020, we knew this. Okay, so let's start out with this. Uh, What we did in this document is we started out with a little introduction, and uh, we basically said the following. There are no randomized controlled trials saying that masks work, which there weren't. Uh, The only trials that there have been that uh, since then have been either trials that were done poorly with mistakes or that have concluded the same thing, that masks don't work. And uh, no study existed at the time showed any benefit from broad public policy to wear masks in public. Uh, Any benefit that there would be uh, would would have to require some sort of a very high-end respirator that 
I mean, nobody's ever worn those. Uh, Steve Kirsch has a really funny little skit or gig that he does where he puts on this uh, this gas mask. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's been talking about this forever. But, yeah, it says it should be noted that surgical masks are primarily designed to protect the environment from the wearer, whereas respirators are designed to protect the wearer from the environment. Uh, coronavirus particles are less than 0.125 microns in size. Masks, including N95, filter particles from 0.3 to 0.8 microns in size. This means that they can't work, folks, right? So the way to think about this, and we've talked about this for a very long time, is that wearing a mask to prevent COVID uh, spread is like putting a chain link face uh, fence around your face and thinking it's going to stop mosquitoes from getting through. It's just not going to do any good. The holes are too big. And that's how this works. So coronavirus is very, very small. And the particles on which coronavirus travels are very, very small. So what happens is, is and this has always been known, is even if you have a well-fitting N95, the holes between the fibers and the mask are bigger than the coronavirus particles. So the coronavirus particles still go right through. It doesn't do any good. They've known this since September of 2020. Remember? Remember 2020. So we broke this out. We start out. And our first heading was public health experts keep changing, mask versus no mask. And what we've got here is we've got a nice little tweet by the then Surgeon General says, seriously, people, stop buying masks. They're not effective in preventing general public from catching coronavirus. Uh, but if healthcare providers can't get them to care for sick patients, it puts them and our communities at risk. Well, I'm not sure why that they thought it was going to help the healthcare workers because it doesn't help them either. But uh, this was Dr. Jerome Adams. And uh, what, the, what the surgical masks do is if you cough or you sneeze, they collect the big globs of spit and snot that come out of your face. I don't know. I know it's gross, folks. I know it's disgusting. But medicine is gross, okay? It just is. I've learned. I'm a lawyer, not a doctor. But as I've been studying all this science and all this medicine for the last three years, what I've found is that medicine is disgusting. It's a gross field. Um, but the purpose of a surgical mask and surgery is so that, you know, the doctor doesn't drool in an open wound, honestly. They're standing there staring at an open wound for God knows how long doing whatever they're doing in surgery. People drool. They get snotty. The surgical mask stops that from dripping. That's what the purpose is. It's disgusting, but that's what it is. Okay. Uh, May 10th, 2020, quote, Anthony Fauci, the doctor, science himself, Anthony Fauci, quote, don't wear a mask, end quote. <laughs> That's because it was stupid then, and it's stupid now. March 15th, medical science news of 2020. Reusing masks may increase your risk of coronavirus infection. What? Yep, that's right, folks. Uh, Dr. Jenny Harries, England's deputy chief medical officer, has warned that it was not a good idea for the public to wear face masks, as the virus can get trapped in the material and causes infection when the, uh, the wearer breathes it in. So these big gobs that, that actually do get caught in the mask, well, if there's any coronavirus in there, then you rebreathe it. 
Uh, she says, quote, for the average member of the public walking down the street, it is not a good idea to wear a mask. March 30th, 2020, WHO emergencies press conference on coronavirus disease? We don't generally recommend the wearing to masks in public by otherwise well individuals because it has not been up to now associated with any particular benefit. Here's the important part, folks. Here's the key. Here's where they tip their hand. Ready? This is a quote. It does have benefits psychologically, socially, and there are social norms around that, and we don't criticize the wearing of masks and have not done so. But there is no specific evidence to suggest that the wearing of masks by the mass population has any particular benefit. In fact, there's some evidence to suggest the opposite in the misuse of wearing of a mask properly, uh, properly or fitting it properly or taking it off and all other risks that are otherwise associated with that. So the WHO tips its hands uh, way back when on March 30th of 2020. Benefits psychologically and socially. Masks have always been a psych warfare type thing. They've always been about scaring you. They've always been about telling you that, you know, they are what they are. Masks have never had any benefit whatsoever to stopping coronavirus, but they do have a hell of a benefit to scaring the hell out of the population. They don't stop viruses, folks. This is, Mar we're still, we're only at March 30th of 2020 in the timeline. Science. All this is cited. All this was cited and submitted to a court that didn't want us to hear it. March 31st, 2020, according to Jerome Adams, you can increase your risk of getting COVID by wearing a mask if you're not a healthcare provider. Folks who don't know how to wear them properly tend to touch their faces a lot and actually can increase the spread of coronavirus. If you wear a mask perfectly, which means you never touch your face or do anything or get your hands near the mask during the time that you're wearing it. It can stop the slobber and the spit and coughing germs, yeah, the, the big gobs from getting through. It doesn't stop coronavirus from getting through, but it does stop the big gobs. As soon as you do it incorrectly, it increases your risk. It is a net detriment. We've known this since 2020, folks. The scientists all knew this. They lied to you. <sighs> April 3rd, 2020, time.com. According to the CDC, wearing a surgical mask won't stop the wearer from inhaling small airborne particles, which can cause infection, nor do these masks form a snug seal around the face. No kidding. CDC recommends surgical masks only for people who already show symptoms of coronavirus and must go outside. Wearing a mask can help prevent spreading by protecting others if you cough or sneeze. That's it, because it doesn't stop the aerosol virus. It doesn't stop it, folks. And if you cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze, it doesn't even help for, for if you're sick. They do no good. So this goes on. This goes on. We have next heading, healthy persons do not spread illness. Asymptomatic spread was a lie, folks. It was a lie from the beginning. So wearing a mask, if you're healthy, never did anything. We have, uh, let's see here, Nature Medicine, Journal Nature Medicine. 
respiratory virus shedding and exhaled breath and efficacy of face masks. This was uh, in 2020. And the conclusion was among samples collected without a face mask, we found that a majority of participants with influenza virus and coronavirus infection did not shed detectable virus in respiratory droplets or aerosols. Given each exhaled breath collection was conducted for 30 minutes, this might imply that prolonged contact would be required for transmission to occur, even if transmission was primarily via aerosols. You can't spread it if you're healthy, folks. You don't get it if you're healthy. You don't spread it if you're, you don't, uh, you don't get it from another person who's asymptomatic if you're healthy. It just, you don't have to, the mask did nothing. Uh, respiratory medicine, journal respiratory medicine, also in 2020. Study infectivity of asymptomatic SARS-CoV-2 carriers. 450 contacts who were exposed to asymptomatic coronavirus carriers. 35 patients, 196 family members, 224 hospital staff. Ready? None of these 455 contacts contracted the SARS-CoV-2 infection. Asymptomatic spread. A lie, folks. Known early 2020. Now we go to mask mandates as a public policy disaster. And yeah, I'm going to keep going, folks. I want you to know exactly why I'm so sick of these morons wearing masks. This is, by the way, was compiled and ready September 8th of 2020, folks. It was submitted to a court where a judge didn't want to listen to it. This was known. Science had spoken. Then Anthony Fauci paid a bunch of people off to try and lie about science, but the science still hasn't changed. COVID masks, COVID plus masks was always stupid and will always be stupid. It doesn't do any good. They lied to you, folks. Masks were a lie. From beginning to end, masks were a lie. Okay, New England Journal of Mas uh, Medicine. You know that one, the the, the real wonderful uh, top-notch thing. Uh, this is from the New England Journal of Medicine in 2020. Ready? Quote, we know that wearing a mask outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. The chance, uh, dot, 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 there's a whole bunch of... A uh, patient with symptomatic COVID is the only way you're going to have any chance of getting it. And uh, you have to have sustained contact face-to-face, -face, uh, you know, real close, constant contact with someone symptomatic to get this. Uh, some say more than 10 minutes or even 30 minutes necessary to really run any real risk, right? Quote, the chance of catching COVID-19 from a passing interaction in a public space is therefore minimal. In many cases, the desire for widespread masking is a reflexive reaction to anxiety over the pandemic. This is according to the New England Journal of Medicine in 2020. They knew, folks. They lied to you. All of these public health people are liars. They're liars who are bought and paid for. But yet you want to trust them on your mRNA vaccines, do you? MedRx. Face masks and similar barriers to prevent respiratory illness such as COVID-19, a rapid system, a systematic review. 31 eligible studies, 
The evidence is not sufficiently strong to support widespread use of face masks as a protective measure against COVID-19. You're going to have a hard time finding these studies, folks. Uh, I think I'll probably, uh, I'll post, maybe I'll post this or, or share this document because uh, they've hidden all these studies. We knew early on, and we've known for years, face masks don't prevent viruses. They don't prevent them spreading. Yet they lied. They lied. Quote from, uh, this is, is this? oh, this is from NIH, uh, Med Hypothesis. No evidence exists to claim that face masks during exercise offer protection from droplet transfer of the virus. Uh, if not worn correctly, masks should not be worn at all. Another one, reality check on the use of face masks. Uh, particle size, key to it all. Airborne coronavirus particle less than 0.125 microns will pass directly through an N95 face mask, according to the New England Journal of Medicine. So, published in 2020, a novel coronavirus from patients with pneumonia in China. In New England Journal of Medicine publishes, you know, the premier, premier article. Scientists were at a consensus that the diameter of coronavirus particles was 0.06 to 0.14 microns in size. Most N95 and N99 masks can filter out 0.3 microns. Airborne coronavirus particle less than 0.125 micron will pass directly through an N95 face mask. They don't work, folks. It was a lie. It's always been a lie. The question I have for you is, when do you trust a liar? Now, I haven't even gotten through a portion of this, not even close. I have dozens more studies, including the cloth masks, which are well known to be actually make things worse at this point. Uh, these, the downsides, blocking oxygen, uh, damaging you, wearing masks increases the CO2 uh, levels being higher, psychological impacts dehumanization, all these things. I've known this. I filed it in court in 2020, folks. They've lied to you. Why are you taking these vaccines? Why are you taking their word on anything? Why do you believe that mRNA is okay? They haven't stopped lying to you for three years, folks. Three years. Fauci's lied so much he doesn't even know what he said. I've been fighting this from the beginning. I need you to go to tomrens.com. I need you to support us. We're telling you the truth. We've been telling you the truth from the beginning, but we are the most censored people on the planet. My substack is the most censored substack I you can find. This show is censored. My work is censored. My Rumble channel, incredibly censored. Ren's Law and Rumble, wow, is that censored. Folks, I need your help. I need your support. I need you to sign up for the substack. We need donations to give Send Go so we can file more lawsuits. We need your backing. We've got to have people supporting. We've got to get this truth out. We've got to get it shared. We'll be right back. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. 
Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Okay, folks, welcome back. So we're just talking a lot about masks today. And the reason that masks are so important is there are still idiots that are wearing them. But more importantly, it's one of the greatest examples of how badly you've been lied to. You were lied to in every single part of this. We knew scientifically, without question, as of 2020, that masks were not working. They, they didn't work. They would never work. We knew they wouldn't work before they required them. They were never there. We even have the document from the WHO where the WHO says it's psychological. We're pushing these out for psychological benefit. This was never truthful. Fauci even admitted they don't work. Then he changed his story when he got paid to do so. Fauci was a crook and a liar. He's still a crook and a liar. Folks, the problem is here, you were lied to and misled. And the, the real underlying importance of masks is not that masks are garbage, which they are. It's that you were lied to. They knew they were lying to you. They had the evidence. We submitted this to court, folks. This was submitted to the courts. The judge didn't care because the judge was what he was, but we submitted this to the courts. If I would have lied about this, I'd have lost my license. I didn't lie about it. Uh, you know, the it was really clear as day that this was correct then. We had all of these scientific studies lined up. They were correct. They've always been correct. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny is a good friend of mine, helped me find all this stuff. And she was dead right then. She's dead right now. The thing about this stuff is that if they're lying to you about masks, if they lied to you about masks, which are a pain in the butt, why would we trust them about these vaccines that are permanently altering your genes? They're permanently altering your genetics. That are gene therapy drugs. They're known gene therapy drugs, yet they want to tell you they don't alter your genes? That doesn't even make sense. But much like masks, all they do is lie. Everything these people do is a lie. Why do you trust a liar? When do you trust a liar? The answer should be never. But we keep trusting liars. It's time for us to recognize this. This document that I've been reading from, and it was uh, last saved on September 8th, 2020. So everything I've been sharing with you guys, we knew as of September of 2020, 
These weren't questions. There was no question about whether masks worked. They've never worked. Biden's a liar. Fauci's a liar. All these people are liars. They lied to you. Why do you trust them? This is my point. Once someone is shown to be a liar, you can't keep trusting them. Trusting a liar is, is akin to uh, handing a thief the keys to your car and saying, you, you can borrow this, but don't, don't keep it. I mean, it's just a, it's a bad decision. You don't do that. They've been shown to be liars over and over, but you're not only trusting these people with your health. Worse yet, many of the parents are out there trusting them with their children's health. They're giving babies and children mRNA vaccines that are permanently altering their genes and are going to cause them lifelong health problems or death or sterility or a combination of all three. Folks, these people are liars. Let's go back to masks. So remember, August, September 2020, we knew this. Let's talk about N95s. You know, N95s, you really want to be safe. You wear your N95, right? Well, if that's what you think, the Journal of Evidence-Based Medicine published in 2020, a, doc a document says, current meta-analysis shows the use of N95 respirators compared to surgical masks is not associated with a lower risk of laboratory-confirmed influenza. Well, you said influenza, runs. that's not COVID. Both are airborne viruses, okay? They're both viruses. They both spread in the air. We also know that N95 masks are not uh, the, the, the size of the holes, the gaps between the fibers that make up the N95 mask. Those holes are bigger than the, than the coronavirus, right? And this goes back to particle size. We know that coronavirus is around 0.125 microns. We also know that most surgical masks can only filter out 0.3 microns. Okay, that's less than half the size. Coronavirus goes right through it, okay? The big chunks, they get filtered out. Little coronavirus does not. Uh, I mean, I've got the studies right here, folks. I, again, you, you can look at these studies. Uh, we have one from the New England Journal of Medicine. New England Journal of Medicine. Airborne coronavirus particles, less than 0.125 microns, will pass directly through a, an N95 face mask. That was published in the New England Journal of Medicine in 2020. Okay? No question. These N95 respirators don't work for flu and they don't work for coronavirus. Everybody knew this. The purpose of a mask in a hospital is to keep you from drooling or slobbering on a patient or having them cough something into your face. Uh, N95 respirators versus medical masks for pre preventing influenza among, amongst uh, healthcare personnel. Randomized controlled trial. This was J JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association. No significant difference in the instance of laboratory confirmed influenza. Again, another airborne virus. Now at the time, this was 2020. They hadn't done N95, but they, they still aren't gonna because they don't want to. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see here. Respiratory infections generally. This was uh, published in academicoop.com. Uh, evidence of protective effect of masks or respirators, respirators meaning N95 folks, against verified respiratory infection was not significantly significant. 
statistically significant. I'm sorry. Uh, another 2020 study published in Annals of Internal Medicine. Uh, randomized trials in community settings found possibly no difference between N95 versus surgical masks and probably no difference between surgical versus no mask and risk for influenza influenza-like il illnesses. Compliance was low. Bothersome symptoms were common if you wore the mask. There's never been evidence that they prevent respiratory infections from spreading. The effect, effects of long-duration wearing of N95 respirator and surgical face mask, a pilot study. This was uh, by MedCrave Online, right? The protection, efficacy, and possible effects on nasal functions and subjective sensations of wearing N95 respirator surgical face masks have been well demonstrated. Wearing a respirator and face mask altered the fractions of air components and change microclimate around the nasal activity, which would further affect the function of uh, mucosa and its transportation rate. Basically, if you wear these things long-term, they do make you sick, but they don't help stop airborne viruses, especially respiratory. Um, another one, Cambridge.org, face masks don't prevent transmission of flu virus. Uh, another one, N95 respirators versus surgical masks. Uh, let's see here. Insufficient data to determine uh, definitively whether N95 respirators are superior to su surgical masks uh, against acute, acute respiratory infections in clinical settings. U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Ready? This was April of 2020, folks, the FDA. Quote, if properly fitted, the filtration capabilities of N95 respirators exceed those of face masks. However, even a properly fitted N95 respirator does not completely eliminate the risk of illness or death. It doesn't eliminate it at all. It doesn't work. We know this. You guys are liars. Now, these are N95s, you know, the gold standard. The ones you still see idiots wearing sometimes, especially if you get on a plane. Now we move on to surgical masks. Folks, they've lied. All they do is lie. If you keep listening to them, you're going to keep believing lies. If it's coming from the CDC, the FDA, or the Department of Health and Human Services, it's a lie. They accidentally trip up and tell you the truth once in a while. These people are bought and paid for. They will say whatever they need to to make more money. They don't care about truth. They don't care about science. We have the science. All this was known before September of 2020. Everything in this was cited, was out before September of 2020. Everything. I'm giving you dozens of articles, studies, quotes, science. All they did was lie, folks, over and over again. But you're going to trust them to put a gene therapy injection into your child. Does this make sense? Is it any wonder that they're opposing House Bill 1169 in Missouri that would require disclosure and informed consent of gene therapy uh, products? Why do you think they're opposing that, folks? Why are they opposing it? Well, because they don't want you to know the truth. They don't want to disclose the truth. Can you imagine if they had to tell the truth? Oh, my God, that'd be terrible. 
no more important bill in the country than House Bill 1169 in Missouri, folks. If you're in Missouri, we need everyone there calling Dean Plocker, tell him to get out of the way, that we expect the conservatives and the Republicans to do what's right rather than opposing this because they sold out to lobbyists. I'm going to be in Missouri this week, folks. I'm going to be talking about this bill. I'll be promoting this bill. House Bill 1169. They're liars. We need some legal action to, to ensure that we can get to some truth. Surgical face masks, you know, those stupid blue masks that everybody and their brother had all over the place that are now littering the streets and our waterways and everything else. Environmentalists don't seem to complain about those, though. Too busy worried about climate change. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this was uh, published in uh, June and the Journal of Pediatric and Child Health. Uh, quote, the questionable benefits arguably do not justify healthcare staff wearing surgical masks when treating low-risk patients and may impede normal caring relationship between patients and staff. We counsel against such practice, at least at the present. That was before, the, I think they got bought off after that and told you better shut up about this. But the Journal of Pediatric Health, uh, the, you know, the, no reason, because kids were never affected by COVID, by the way, folks. This is well known from the beginning. I'm not getting into that as much today because we just don't have the time. But everything they've said was a lie. Everything. They knew that there was no reason to be wearing face masks around kids because kids were never affected by COVID. Did you know that? Do you know that not a single child that was healthy died from COVID prior to the vaccines coming out? Not one healthy child died from COVID prior to the vaccines. Now, once the vaccines came out, we now started to have kids dying because the vaccines kill you and they make you more susceptible to worse COVID. But, you know, prior to that, there was nothing. Okay. Oh, let's see here. Which one do we want to talk about next? Let's see. No significant difference between N95 respirators and surgical masks uh, for respiratory viruses. Some surgical masks may let a significant fraction of airborne viruses penetrate through their filters. No kidding. Especially, uh, quote, providing very low protection against aerosolized infectious agents in the range size range of 10 to 80 nanometers. Well, that's co- that would be COVID, folks. By the way, that study was 2006. 2006. Okay, so that's how long. Say so there was never been any studies on this. Yeah, there have. You're just liars. Uh, Food and Drug Administration regarding surgical masks does not filter or block very small particles in the air that may be transmitted through coughs or seizes, meaning that they're useless. Uh, let's see. This one is in uh, technocracy. Masks reduced the blood oxygen levels significantly. The longer the duration of wearing a mask, the greater fall in blood oxygen levels. Hmm. But did not help prevent COVID. More on that in a second, folks. How about cloth masks? You know, all those super fancy, cute cloth masks that everybody wore? Oh, boy. Cloth masks also had significantly higher rates of influenza-like illness. Penetration of viral particles through cloth masks was almost 97%. 97%, folks. Isn't that handy? 
Well, let's see. No benefit to cloth, no benefit to cloth. Uh, coronaviruses are between 0.05 and 0.2 microns, and uh, masks do nothing against them. The cloth masks don't. Um, I got a lot of stuff on cloth. I want to get to, I want to get, skip a little bit of this, skip down to wearing masks and uh, blocking oxygen, right? Uh, there's a lot of people that knew that wearing them was actually bad for you. They tried to cover that up. And we got a number of studies in here. Pulse rates and SpO2 de- uh, increased and SpO2 decreased after the first hour of wearing a mask. Masks are dangerous. They limit your oxygen intake. They caused all sorts of problems. Once they get gunk in them, you're rebreathing that gunk all day. They're not safe. They're actually bad for you. By the way, anybody notice the microplastics that we got all in our, our bodies now? Well, I don't because I didn't use a mask, but a lot of people. Um, wearing a mask increases CO2, leading to cognitive dysfunction. All this stuff was known, including psychological impasse of ma- ma- impacts of white mask wearing, all known by September of 2020. They kept lying, folks. They kept lying, they kept lying, they kept lying. Well, I'm not lying when I tell you you need to get some Cofix. Cofix is a great product. Uh, We sell it here. You click on the banner ad, you use OutLoud code at checkout, and you will get a uh, nice discount, and you'll help our network. I love the product. You spray it in your sinuses, and it kills germs. It's real simple. Uh, It's not like other nasal sprays where you feel like you can't stop using it. It's a great product, and you should keep it on hand. You need a bottle for everybody in your family. Get yourself some Cofix. Stick with us. We will be right back. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com. Seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, 
and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan, a plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. Okay, folks, welcome back. All right, so I need to move on to some other things. because There's so much happening. And uh, we, we all know that they lie about COVID. They lied about masks. They lie about everything. And so uh, there'll be more on that th throughout the week. But I, I really want to move on to some other things. <sighs> okay. I mean, so we've got this stuff going on, uh, you know, where uh, you know, allegedly Trump is supposed to be arrested this week. And we've all been talking about this. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if they back off, right? I don't know whether it's going to happen or not. I don't have any spectacular inside information. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at all if they uh, backed off of this, but the, the rumor is that that's going to happen on Tuesday. Um, there's been huge backlash, and I do believe that if that were to happen, it would be an incredible, incredible boost to Trump's popularity. Nobody's going to be upset about it. I mean, this is corrupt as can be, and everybody knows about it. So, yeah, th that's fine. Here's the problem, though. So we get a tweet from Rome, Rona Romney McDaniel, the head of the Republican Party, right? Now, I'm going to give her a little bit of a break because she is in a tough position. You know, she's got a lot of rhinos like Romney. I, you know, Mitt Romney. You, know, you, you notice her name is Rona Romney McDon McDaniel. I'll let you look up the connection. Uh, you got, you know, ED leader Mitch McConnell. Uh, who, you know, is, is about as much Republican as Chuck Schumer and all these others that are out there. But, uh, yeah, she so she's in a bit of a tough position to make any sort of a statement. But, you know, here's her statement on this, okay, on this abject corruption from, from this Manhattan attorney. Uh, her tweet says, from, the, from his day one memo, the radical Manhattan DA has made no secret of his priority is pursuing his far left agenda, no matter the costs. Major crimes are up 22% in New York City, but he outrageously is outrageously using his office for political vengeance instead of keeping Americans safe. Folks, what kind of crap is that? What kind of garbage is that? That is not what we want. You know, the Republicans can't seem to figure out why nobody will vote for him. Who the hell is going to be excited about that? Yeah, I can't wait to get out and vote for that. What is that? That's the biggest wuss statement I've ever heard. You've got a crooked DA abusing his position to unlawfully go after someone over a nonsense charge that's probably going to be, by any and all accounts, overturned on appeal, even if, if they bring it. And... I mean, all we get from, I mean, this is the head of the Republican Party's presidential ticket right now. Trump is so far ahead 
polling on the Republican Party presidential ticket. It's mind-blowing. Yet, what do we get? We get Rona Rom Romney McDaniel out here. She won't even mention his name. She wouldn't even mention Trump's name. Why do you think that is, folks? Why do you think Romney, Ro, I'm sorry, Rona Romney McDaniels, why do you think she won't talk about Trump? This is outrageous what they're doing to this guy, right? I mean, you look at the corruption going on right now, Clinton, Biden, all these people, the crime in New York City, and this guy's worried about uh, uh, a misdemeanor charge against Trump and wants to, you know, get the headlines and show everybody how big he is when he puts, you know, parades Trump around in the cameras. This is ridiculous, folks. Yet this woman, who's supposed to be the head of the party that Donald Trump is leading for the nomination for president, comes up with this? Won't even mention his name? She's garbage, folks. She's the reason the Republicans are losing. You know, the Republicans wanted to play the midterms off as, oh, we would have did better if it wasn't for those megas. No, no, folks. They would have did better if they would have embraced the will of the American people, if they would have stood for something, if they would have grew a pair. These people are cowards and wusses. We have to get rid of this. We need to all be rhino hunting on a daily basis. If you've got a rhino in your district, you need to be screaming at them every day. All of Kentucky needs to call Mitch McConnell's office 10 times a day and tell them he's a giant wuss. I mean, that guy is a piece of garbage. He's a sellout. Romney, no better, either of them. I'm telling you, we got to get rid of the globalists. You see, the Democrats knew that if they ran a couple guys in the Republican Party and uh, you know took control of them one way or another, and yeah, that the, they could really cause some problems. That's what Romney, that's what McConnell are. They're Democrats, okay? I'm not saying that they're legitimately Democrats, but they are no more Republican uh, than Chuck Schumer. These guys do not, I don't, the base doesn't like them. That The Republican Party is fighting with its base. This would be akin to the Democrats going out and saying that they're, that they're anti-abortion. This is absurd, Yet the Republicans, they stand, the Republicans actually got the gonads to go out there and say, we're against MAGA. That's your base. It'd be like the Democrats trying to disavow the communists. Nah, okay, folks, I'm sorry. That was funny to me. It's cheap shot, but it's true. Um, anyways, this is, this is unforgivable. Uh, and this is the reason that, that people aren't excited about the Republican Party. Republican Party, the base of the Republican, our country's under attack. It's being destroyed. Central bank digital currencies, these vaccines, all these different things. And you've got people like Medan Rona Romney McDaniels out there who just these wussy, just pathetic statements. Well, of course, we're not going to be excited and get out and vote Republican. Why the hell would I be excited to get out and vote for that? I want a fighter. I want someone who's going to stand. I want someone who's got courage. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, uh, it's a shame. And I also got to tell you, there's been a lot of mixed reactions to Trump's, uh, his, his messages on this. And one of the things that I heard a lot of by some very good people, very good people who I have a lot of respect for is, oh man, Trump's got to watch what he says. They're going to try and pin another January 6th on him because he's calling for protests. 
The left hires protesters. They ship bricks in for people to throw. We know we've got videos of all these sorts of things. Listen, if you're going to protest, it needs to be peaceful and legal. But if we can't, if we're at the point where calling for a protest is something we have to worry about, we are in serious trouble, folks. We are in serious, serious trouble. Now, should Trump have had someone else say it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm Trump, with all the attacks I get and all the crap I'm putting up with, to hell with them. I probably would have said the same thing. He didn't call for violence. He called for a protest. What, are you going to try and pin that on his neck? Do another fraudulent January 6th? We all see what January 6th was now, folks. You going to do it again, guys? How many times are we the people going to tolerate that? You know? And listen, don't make any mistakes here. I'm aware. I'm aware what the left will do. I know that they'll do exactly what they did on January 6th, which is fake an insurrection, fake violence, fake this, fake that, and try and pin it on Trump. They'll do that. They'll do it in a heartbeat. They're looking for an opportunity. But folks, the best we can do is be aware of it. If there are any protests, you make sure everything is being videoed and that you're keeping copies offline. And if it happens that there's any more of this nonsense, if there are protests, you make sure they're peaceful. You make sure that you're holding and arresting people. Call the police, get them there, and record yourself calling the police to get them there. If you see anybody misbehaving or acting violently or acting in a way that's contrary to the law, get them arrested. Don't participate. Be smart. You gotta, gotta, gotta make sure that we can never let that happen. We can't give these guys reasons to come down on us more because they're looking for them. Don't think they won't do these false flag events. That's what January 6th was. The reality of January 6th was that 99% of this was done by or or uh, provoked by agents, by, by FBI. Listen, we know this. Why isn't the rest of the January 6th video available? Where's the rest of that? Why did Tucker quit playing it? Because he was told he had to, that's my guess. We need all that video available. I hope Lindell wins his lawsuit. It needs to be available to we the people. But, you know, McDaniels, wuss. There's no no wonder nobody's excited about her or the Republicans. But don't worry, folks. The DOJ just launched an investigation into TikTok's owners for uh, allegedly spying on American citizens, including journalists. Right? Isn't that great? Well... I wonder if they're going to launch a separate investigation into the CDC for doing the same thing. Did you see that the CDC bought a bunch of uh, data on locations, other such things, to track people's whereabouts and you know their proximity, other such things during the lockdowns? Huh. CDC's doing the same thing. How about our uh, DOD? Our DOD has been illegally tracking and doing all sorts of things for quite some time. We're going to look into that. Hey, DOJ, what about uh, Facebook? What about Google? What about Twitter? They're all spying. They're not doing anything different than uh, TikTok. Now, Twitter's, I don't know if they've improved it all under Musk. I know they're still shadow banning. I appreciate that he's opened up some free speech. But, I mean, Google's way worse than TikTok. Way worse. Why aren't we investigating them? Well, because it's not a real thing. It's garbage. 
and Google totes the line. They're helping to destroy free speech. They're doing everything they can. And speaking of free speech, let's talk about Stanford Law School. You know, Stanford Law School. Now, let me tell you what you do as a lawyer. When you go into court, the other side says things that you disagree with, and you say things that they disagree with, and you argue with each other, and you try and come to some sort of a reasonable solution. And uh, one of the things that's most important to be able to do as a lawyer is to listen and understand the other side's position. There's really not a more important skill. The reason for that is, is how can you counter their argument if you don't understand it? If you don't know what the other side's going to do when you walk into the court, well, they're going to surprise you and you're going to look like an idiot. I can't think of much that's more important to do as an attorney or a judge than to listen with an open-minded and an ear towards justice to all sides of an argument, right? Well, in prepping their law students for that career, uh, Stanford's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Dean, uh, Stanford Law School, has uh, prompted people to shout down judges and other people talking about law and other such things there at the law school. So I want to know, I mean, does this dean think that that'll be the way for these lawyers graduating from Stanford to handle it when they go into this judge's court? This is a Fifth Circuit judge that they did this to. When their lawyers get into his courtroom, do they think it's going to be beneficial if these lawyers just uh, scream at the judge, try and shout him down? Is that what you teach your lawyers? I don't know. I mean, call me stupid, but I'm thinking that's not going to be a real helpful uh, trait, running your big mouth. Do they have the right to? Sure. Is that what you want of lawyers? How much money does Stanford Law School charge per year? Are they cheap? Is that, is that helpful? I mean, are you getting are you learning a skill that's going to be marketable with that, right? What's that going to do for you as an attorney or a judge? And by the way, if you're that kind of a person, I really want you on the bench. I hope that every student who was pr present at that that participated in this is named and listed somewhere because they should be ineligible for the bench ever. Apparently, they don't have the capacity to shut up and listen, which means they're definitely not suited to ever make it as a judge. None of those students should ever be on the bench anywhere. Folks, this is mind-blowing. Uh, so the, uh, the website at Stanford says, legal education must prepare students to work effectively in a highly diverse society still grappling with racism and other forms of inequality. Well, students, staff, and faculty have collaborated over the last five years in mutual recognition that past reform efforts at Stanford have not been equal to this charge and that change in the profession as a whole must begin with legal education. Folks, diversity means learning and accepting and or tolerating or understanding all ideals, not shouting someone down because you disagree with them. You may have a case that you have to de decide as a judge on racism. And there have been instances where you may have a plaintiff or a defendant in such case that's a complete bigot, that's a total monster, but didn't break a law. You may despise that person. That person may be complete garbage, but the even hand of the law applies to everybody, not just people you agree with. Law is about equal, uh, equal rights 
and equal pursuit of justice regardless of who you are. Equality must be maintained. And the law doesn't care what color you are or what you vote or anything like that. The law has got to be applied equally and even-handedly to everybody. The even-handed pursuit of justice. That is not what they're teaching. This is absolutely unacceptable. Now, the thing, one of the things in this article that really bothered me was Heritage Foundation. Uh, I mean, Heritage Foundation, who I generally like, their response to this was so wimpy and wussy. Well, these guys should provide some sort of evidence of the benefit of these DEI programs. No! Heritage, your, your response is this. The even-handed pursuit of justice requires that a judge or an attorney be able to apply the law without bias to anybody, even a bigoted monster that you despise. Law does not care. The law must be applied even-handedly, and if you can't do that, you have no business in that field. Stanford failed in teaching that. They failed immensely. That's what you should be talking about, Heritage. Grow a pair. All right, folks, uh, I need you to get yourself a Genesis HOCL. I need you to run it if your family's getting sick or if you got anybody in your family that's sick. It'll kill germs in the air so you don't spread it. It's a great product. You run it. You use the OutLoud code at checkout. You get a huge discount. Click on the banner ad to find this. But uh, it's a great product, and if you use it with uh, with Cofix, you're even better. I mean, buy both. Keep them around. Do what you got to do. Uh, use OutLoud code at checkout and support us in our network. We will be back tomorrow. We've got a big, big week, folks. 